On tonight's show, we have singer and vocal coach, Leandra McNair. And now, for your host, Cool Card. Welcome, everybody. Episode 48 of Kicking It With Cool Card. I am your host, Cool Card. Thank God that election is over with. <laughs> Thank God it's over with. But I hope everybody went out and played their part and voted, regardless of the outcome, um, if it was in your favor or not. I just hope and pray that you went out there and did what you uh, were given a right to do. Because, uh, you know, in the past, a lot of people weren't given that right. So exercise that and let's make a difference change change the world y'all change the world but i'm so glad that is over with i'm praying that um all the tension in the world can subside and we're alleviated from that we can get back to living once we get past this virus get back to normal living normal society hey everyone that is tuning in for the first time i invite you to subscribe so i can continue to bring you the value that i bring you with my great guests that i bring on here tonight 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 i have a well-trained <laughs> vocal coach and singer on the show by the name of Leandra McNair. Yes, indeed. Um, she may sing, she may not. I'm not gonna put any pressure on her. But if she feels, if she feels it in her <laughs> soul and spirit to sing, um, yeah, she may do that. But I wanted to um, bless you guys with some music. I am gonna bless you with some music in the intro. It's it's a new song that she has out called New Wave. And we're going to talk about other releases that she has coming out too. But be clear, YouTube hits me with copyright infringement. So I'm very limited on what I can play. All right. So I would like to play more. But I have all the links in the description down below. So at the end of the show, pay attention to the show right now. But at the end of the show, click the links. Go check her out. I think she has a SoundCloud on there. I don't know if she has stuff on um, Apple Music and all that. But we'll talk about that as well. She does. Good. He's giving me cue from backstage in the green room uh, <laughs> that she does. So we'll talk about all that. But hey, let's get into this intro. I like to welcome my guests with a nice, cool intro every show. Let's get into it without further ado. Leandra McNair, y'all. Let's go. So beautiful. So beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> welcome to the show, Leandra. I appreciate you coming on tonight. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> Had to. With a voice like that, I got to have you on here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that song right there is called New Wave, you all. Uh, that's a new single. It's unreleased. No one's heard it. I don't. No one's heard it. It's nope. exclusive. I got the exclusive. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. You gave me the exclusive. I wanted to play another song, but I just couldn't find the imagery to play the video. It's called Roller Coaster, guys. It's a new release as well. Uh, but like I said, I can't play too much because I'm gonna get with a copy. I'm gonna get hit with a copyright infringement, and then it messes up the show because then I have to go in and have to edit and all that. And I don't want to do that and you know deprive you of this good no. that we're gonna talk about on here. Mm-hmm. So cool. Well, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much i'm so happy to be on it's a freaking honor oh man thank you i appreciate that i really appreciate you uh just taking the time out to come on here and talk about you know your journey through music through your artistry your creativity um let's talk about you man where did it all start I, we're gonna talk about berkeley but where did it all start for you with singing when did you know that that was in your heart your your soul your spirit and that's what you wanted to do Oof. well 
I mean, I tell this story all the time, but I knew that I wanted to be a singer and a performer when I was about three years old, oh, which wow. is really young. Yeah. Granted, it's super young, but I, I was really into entertainment and dance and singing and just like expressing myself creatively. So um, I grew up in a fairly religious house. We were Catholic. Okay. And um, I wanted to join the church choir. So at three years old, you're obviously too young to do anything mm -hmm. by yourself. So I wanted to join the choir and my older brother joined with me. Mm. So I basically, I started singing in church in the choir. And from there, when I was about 10 or 11 years old, I started taking private lessons. Okay. Started taking it a little bit more seriously. At the time, like, it's different. I feel like it's different now than it was when I was growing up, but there wasn't really an outlet for popular music to like study that as a kid. Yeah. You know, like I'm a voice teacher, so I let my my students, no matter how old they are, I let them choose whatever song they want to do. If they want to sing a pop song, I'm going to teach them how to do that. If they want to do musical theater, classical, whatever. Right. But I'll show them the technique, how to do that. When okay. I was coming up, um, I learned... I was trained classically. Mm. So I started taking voice lessons around 10 or 11 years old, doing classical music. And I kept going with that. And <laughs> let's see. It's like, it's a very long story. Um, <laughs> uh, so you're really, really trained. Like you're really, really, you started. Yeah. Like I've been taking it very seriously from a very young age. I would say like, I knew that I wanted to be a singer performer around three years old. And then like 10, 11, I started taking it really seriously. Wow. So for yeah. you, okay. So tell me this, and then we're going to get into Berkeley for you. Like, I guess you were never really like raw talent, not to say that you don't have the raw talent, but like you were never like unpolished, you know, because from an earlier age, you were taught the, the, the proper techniques. Mm -hmm. So, and then, okay, so, and this, okay, this is great. This is good. This is really good. This is good for people who are going to watch this because you're a vocal coach too. So you see the raw talent every day. Mm -hmm. I do. So what is it that, what can a person gain? Say, that, say they just have raw talent and it's good talent and they can really blow, but their technique is all wrong. And you know, they're headed down like destruction for their vocal cords and all mm -hmm. that. Like what can someone learn? Like how I can't even express myself right now. Like I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, I think first of all, like, first of all, raw talent is a real thing. Yeah. And for like, sure. not to sound cocky or anything, but I feel like growing up, like, I feel like I have, I do have raw talent, but it's like, what do you do with that? Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to have a willingness to learn and like, to be able to control your voice and mm -hmm. use it properly. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm the type of person that I believe that God gives certain people a gift. They have a gift for, for different things. You know, there's a painter, there's a sculptor, there's a, a singer, a songwriter, right. you know what I mean? But it's like, you have to be willing to, to get really into that and be the best that you can be at it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. You know, sure. So it's basically you having that raw talent. You just got to polish it up. And, and, and this is the thing too, because a lot of, a lot of people will, um, 
just try to rely on raw talent but at the end of the day you still have to train you still have to you do you still have to professionally train and, and hone those skills polish it up so that it's not destructive because mm-hmm. you know it's singing if you're singing incorrectly you can ruin your vocal cords and never sing absolutely. again absolutely never sing again and i think mm-hmm. about people like kc like he has a raw talent you could just hear that coming from his like gut. kc and jojo yeah yeah. That's a raw talent. And then I know they grew up in the church. So I'm sure they had some somebody guiding them and telling them, hey, you know, this is how you got to breathe, so on and so forth. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm just saying, like, you can tell that's raw talent over anything, yeah. over any training. If he was never trained, he could still go. But how long could he go? Because now he's been singing for years. So I'm like, he had to have some type of formal training so that he could preserve himself. Because mm-hmm. how he goes, he goes hard. And I'm telling you, that's the thing. It's all about the longevity. I mean, our voices as singers, it's so, it's such a delicate instrument. Mm-hmm. People who play external instruments, the piano, the drums, guitar, whatever, they have to take care of their bodies. They have to really take care of their hands and their fingers, I guess. Yeah. But for us, we can't see any of that. Right. So you have to be so careful with how you how you sing, how you project. Projecting is a big thing that I see with singers and like, uh, it's so cringy for me sometimes <laughs> because uh, it's like, this is the thing that drives me crazy, especially on social media. And I'm not like, I can't even think of anybody to call them out. Mm-hmm. I just see it all yeah. the time. All the time. I'll be like, yeah, I'll be like, wow, like they sound really good, but their technique is horrible. Yeah. They could sound, they sound good, but they could sound great. Right. You know, with just a few lessons. I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this song. I love this singer. I wish I could give them a voice lesson. Like just oh, one lesson. God. You know? Do you And me, I'm not trying to come off cocky or anything. No, but it's, it's real like, though. And I it's listen, real. I I understand what you're saying though, because I hear vocalists and I'm not and I can hold a tune. And I, I know that if I really got into it and, and got vocal lessons, I could probably really sing because I know I could hold a note. I could sing songs. Okay. Whatever, right? All right. Um, But I hear people because I got an ear. You know, if you got an ear, you you know it. So I hear people yes. who can sing really well, but I'm like, eh, their technique, something ain't right. Mm-hmm. Like, there's people like, there's people like, okay, there's people that, that I hear and I'm like, eh, they can't really sing. You know, auto-tune is helping them this and that and the third. And then there's people like, I'll throw a name out there. People like Jeremiah. On the, okay. Right? I think he could really sing if he really has some proper training. And I don't know his background, but I don't think he's had proper training. Because I think he he's limited. I do. I can see that. But I hear it in his voice that he could probably really, really go. But then, yeah. he, but then he keeps it to where it's in line with what everybody else is doing too so he doesn't really go too hard he don't try to get too pretty yeah i mean but that's a whole that's like almost a different story because that's like a label thing you know and like a pop music thing true you know but i I still feel like he could go though i still feel like he hasn't stretched his voice to where it could really go because i like his stuff but i'm Mm -hmm. just like i hear him live and i'm like eh it's just really, not hitting the same. It ain't hitting the same like the records. Yeah. Like you, I could tell your record is going to sound the same as when you're live. I can tell that. You could just tell. 
it's just mm-hmm. raw it's natural like kc you know he's gonna sound like the record probably even better than the record you know what yes. I'm but someone like jeremiah you hear him live and it's like eh, it ain't really sound like the record but i know he could probably be there you know what i'm saying i know yeah because he has great melodies i don't know if he writes his stuff i think he does right um but yeah i like I think his, he writes yeah yeah i like his music because everybody uses him for hooks so i know his melodies are great and i yeah. just know that he could go he could be much more but i don't know if he even wants to be much more because maybe he's cool with how exactly you know where he is i don't know you know but exactly and that's what i was gonna say like there's a thing i feel like there's a certain there's boxes that we put ourselves into so there's singers who are like studio singers right you know and then you have your performers who perform live these are two different things Mm -hmm. you know studio singers they have they don't really need to go that hard necessarily you know they have they can fall back on the auto tune and the Mm -hmm. the pitch correct and all these things and like don't get me wrong like those things are industry standard and everybody i don't care who you are it can be freaking mariah carey Whitney Houston, rest in peace, whatever. If she was still making music right now, they would be putting auto tune. She would be on, on auto tune, yep. Because it's just an industry standard. It's, the industry it's standard. normal. That's the sound that people want to hear. They're going to put it on your records. It's normal. Yeah. But, but put her on stage and she will sing her ass off. Exactly. And it'll sound pretty much the same. Right. And that's what I'm you talking know? about. And that's exactly what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Like, I just want to, I just want to hear you go there because I know you can go there. But I don't mm-hmm. know if you're holding back or maybe you just need a little coaching to take you there. But I know I know he can go there. You know, what I mean? mm-hmm. like, I'm a fan. I'm not this is not to down him or anything like that. Like I'm saying this as a fan, like I know he can go there. Yes. Does he want to go there? Can he go there? Yes. Now or does he just need that training to go there? But I know he can go there. There are so many people that I feel that way about. Yeah. So many people. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, <laughs> and it's no shade to them, but I'm just like, oh. Yeah, you just like, know they can go there. if they. If you they, could be so good, you know? Yeah. If they knew better, they do better. And that's not mm-hmm. to knock them, but it's just like, hey, if you went and got you to train them, they could yeah. go there. But like you but said. But at the same time, it can be very frustrating for me as an artist, an independent artist, because I'm like, I can go there, mm-hmm. but I don't have the platform yet. Yeah. I'm building it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm like, man, like I can sing so much better than this girl or whatever. I mean, it's not, it's very hard and it's something that I'm working on not to compare myself to to other people because yeah. we have, we're all on our own path and our own journey, but it's human nature. You know? It's human nature. And especially when you yeah. being a vocal coach though, and professionally trained. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a different level for you because when you hear that and you're like, oh my god, what is she doing with her breathing <laughs> technique and this and that and her pitches, and they sign that, like. But the thing is, yeah. I'm pretty sure just how you see the raw talent, they saw it too, and they're okay because you know maybe she looks good and whatever they're selling. Oh yeah. So, but and yeah. and it's, it's, it could be frustrating because you know you can go there and you just haven't mm-hmm. gotten the opportunity. But you just gotta stay humble about it. You know what I mean? Like you said, don't compare yourself. Just stay humble about no. it. Keep mm-hmm. that pure, raw, good talent and the good songs, the good songwriting, and just staying positive and and just creating your own lane because you are like when I heard Thank you, you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When I heard I you, that. I was like, man, there's something different about her. Like um, Janelle hit me up, was like, "Hey, you might want to interview her." And I checked you out. I'm like, "Man, there's something, there's something really unique about her." It's like 
I hear Lauren Hill and then I read your bio and it says, okay, Lauren Hill is one of your idols. I won't say idols, but you know, someone that you look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, and influence. So, yeah. Strong influence. influence. So yeah. I hear that. I hear that. And then I'm like, but dang, there's some Jill Scott in there. There's like a mix of India RE in there. Mm-hmm. A little, a little hip hop vibe in there. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, like, look, you know, Cause I hear you mm-hmm. curse a little bit, you know. You you take it there a little bit, you know what I mean? I not do. too much, and then you and then you reel it back. You know, it's not raunchy, but you know, you say you know just to kind of prove a point or get I'm a point adult. across. Exactly, exactly. You know? <laughs> um, and then it's like, I don't know. Um, I hear the I hear the jazz. I hear the yes. jazz. It's it's just something unique about you. I can't put a finger. You can't put you can't put you in a box because you're all over the place. But it's it's a it's organized confusion, if, if, you know, to say in lack of better terms. Like it's organized confusion because it's organized noise. Let's say that organized noise. Let's not say confused. It's organized noise because you are like all over the spectrum, but it's mm-hmm. you. Yeah. You, you have your sound. I hope Thank you know you. that. I hope you know that. You have your sound. You know who you are. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know who you are for sure. Yo, like that it. means so much. That yeah. means a lot because I feel like as an artist, you don't really know. <laughs> I mean, like I know what I like and yeah. I know what I create. Yeah. But it's like you don't really know if people are digesting it the way you want them to or if they really understand or really if understand. people are if they're interested even. Right. You know what I mean? So like to hear but you say that, it means a lot. Yeah, it's like it's like, okay, you know when you hear um, Janae Aiko, right? That's how, how you say her name? Yeah. You know when you hear her song. You know it's her. And and anything mm-hmm. you anything she gives you, you know that's just her. Like, it, right. you, you know, I can't explain it, but you just know. It's like, that's her. So when I hear you and I started listening to a couple of your songs, I'm like, yeah, that's her. You hear the style. I hear the Thank style. You. That's her. You got it. And you get it. That is a really big deal. This is like a really big deal. <laughs> you got it. This is big because you like, I mean, just to go off on a short tangent, um, when I was in high school, I went to a performing arts high school. I don't know if you saw that in my bio. You are but like extremely trained. This is ridiculous. I'm, yeah, like, I've been working. I've been working. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I've crazy. been at this for a really long time. This is like my life's work, you know? And yeah. I wouldn't want it any differently. This is like my passion, my life. Um, you can, but I remember. Go ahead. Go, no, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to compliment my... you again. <laughs> I'll take the compliment. <laughs> I was just going to say it's pure. It's really pure. Like you can tell it's, it's pure. This is how I know you can really, really go. Cause when I hear you and I can pick up on this as soon as I hear somebody, I hear you, it's pure and it's effortless. And I know when you get on that stage, it's gonna just be effortless. And you could Aww. probably take you could probably take your show anywhere you wanna go. Like you're not you don't have to use the track behind you. You could use a band and you could really put on a performance and really give the audience an experience outside of what they got on the album. A lot of artists can't do that. They're going to get on stage and do exactly what's on that album. Why? Because the track is underneath them. So now they're in this box. They're in this narrow lane. They got to stay on track. They can't even mess up. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So that's longevity. That means you're going to have a grassroots following and you're going to be able to perform and make money and feed your family for the rest of your life off of your music 
And all it takes is that one opportunity. Let's manifest that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And all it's going to take is that one opportunity for you. Mm -hmm. One opportunity, one yes, one door open. But you're going to create that because I don't listen, man. The type of talent that you have, they're going to come to you. You're not going to them because you're going to create it. And you're not, I don't think, Mm. I don't, and, and, and listen, from what I get from you, you're not thirsty for it. You have a hunger for it. You have a desire for it. You have a passion for it. You have a love for mm-hmm. it. Not thirsty for it. You're not out there turning tricks and no, I'm not gonna do anything for the right. You're just for the freaking check. You you're know? just working. You're working mm-hmm. and you're creating your music organically. Create your following organically, and they will come to you because they need you. They want to make money off of you, but you'll be able to call your own shots. Just got to build that following up to where they're like, oh, we need you because you got the numbers already. You don't need us, but we want to get in bed with you and make some money. Exactly. And that's when I can I can tell them what I want. Exactly. And this is why it's so like people don't realize how powerful it is to support independent musicians like people like me who are doing everything themselves. Like I'm figuring figuring everything out as I go. You know, of course I have a plan and I work very hard to plan things, but it's like just that, that one subscription to my YouTube channel, that follow, the share, Mm -hmm. the streams, you Mm -hmm. know, not, I mean, the streams are great, but like the streams are not paying any of my bills. Let's be real because streams hardly pay anyone's bills. You have to stream like a hundred million just to see what about a hundred thousand dollars or some craziness like that. It's no, like purchase (laughs) the songs guys, please purchase on iTunes, Apple music, wherever you buy music, purchase it because that's how you can really, really support. Yeah. But like every person that does that, it means so much, you know, because it's all just like building blocks. Yeah. Like you said, and then get to a certain place that the labels and the big companies that can't ignore you anymore. Listen, I know you got you got your uh, Christmas song coming out. You got the new songs that you sent me. I don't know what projects you're working on. We'll talk about that. But yes, gear up so that when COVID is over, you gotta kill kill the circuit and do shows after shows after shows you gotta get out there you really i don't know what you've been doing i'm saying i'm not saying that you haven't been doing anything but really ramp that up and just give them that goodness because you got it yes i can't wait until all this is over i can't wait until the live music scene comes back i have my band i mean i still have my band we haven't played together in months but before covid we were doing shows like maybe i would say like a show one show a month maybe every six weeks fairly consistent okay um and it was going really well for like a year or so and then this hit and just like freaking wiped everything out oh my god so in the meantime i've been releasing singles keep doing that do you have a studio at home I do. That's where we are right now. We're in my home Good. studio. <laughs> Good. Keep working. Keep working. Yes. I used to do music. I used to do music. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I had a home studio too. And that was like the best thing ever. I'd have a thought in my sleep pop up. Oh, let's go in there and re- put it down. I got to record it. Something. Yeah. You save so much money. You do. Like, it's insane. So it's much insane. money. You just have to like treat it like I sound treated this room a little bit. So this behind me, this is like a soundproofing wall Mm -hmm. that I made myself. 
and um, each panel has like foam in it so that this room was really dead. So there's no echo in here, yeah. no windows in here. Sounds really good. You know, it's like a booth yeah. almost. I had, listen, I had built, <laughs> me and one of my friends, we built a soundproof booth. Like what? built it, yeah, wood, the whole thing. And I put it inside my room. So I go in oh my, my room God. and then I go you in my official. little booth. Yeah, I built that thing, man. It was crazy. It was hot as hell in that booth, but it was <laughs> always, always. But listen, I'm sweating right now. It's always hot in here. Yes, but, but the sound is good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sound is great. And I had it to where I had a laptop, so I was working with my, you know, a Pro Tools LE or whatever, right? And I, I had like a, um, almost like a tray. Like so, when I would go in, it was on the door. So when I go in. I close the door in and when I'm in the booth, I'm in there for the night. So I got my laptop wow. right there. Yeah, I got my laptop right there. I got my mic back here. I'm just hit punch, record, whatever, coming wow. up with ideas. And I'm just inside the booth working. But, oh my gosh. Yeah, cause cause I'm telling you, this is what I, I I'm really big on. I'm not waiting on anybody. I don't wanna have to, hey, you got time for me today. Hey, can I get that song off the drive? Hey, can you do an edit so I can go do this show? Hey, because people mm-hmm. in the industry, I don't know what it is, but it's the hardest thing to get them to move. It's the hardest thing. It is. Yeah, and people want to hold you. They want to hold your files. They want to hold your masters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I paid you for the studio time. This is mine. You know what I mean? This is this yeah. is my stuff. Can I please get it off your drive? Oh man, I'm busy right now. Like, no, no. It's oh. so frustrating. Yeah. So you gotta take I matters feel, into your own hands. Absolutely. Like I created my own situation here in my home out of necessity, just like you're saying. Yeah. Because I'm like, no, like I can't wait until the studio is free, until this person has time, <laughs> whatever. No. Right. I have to figure this out myself. And like, I don't know if you heard my song in my head. So like in my head, dive deep, um, get up and leave. Those are like my three latest singles that I've released. All of those I, I recorded. On. I know. I wish you could play. I wish I could play. On. Link down below. <laughs> the link down below. <laughs> yeah. But those three songs I recorded right here, and I did them myself. Yeah. You know, it's the greatest. I'm telling you, it's the greatest thing. Yeah. There's one thing people have to understand about creativity it cannot wait when it hits you when it hits you you have to go and please don't interrupt me because once you interrupt me if i gotta stop for 20 minutes and come back to it it's not the same and i'm gonna be pissed (laughs) exactly it's not the same that idea is gone the vibe Uh is gone i'm gonna start a whole new vibe the song may go in a totally different direction people don't understand Mm -hmm. that though they don't understand that it's hard to, to make people understand like creativity you can't put a time limit on it. And that's why I know people deal <laughs> like relationships. Oh my God. When people are in relationships and their partner is not understanding and they're like, why are you in the studio so long? When are you coming? Da, da, da. It's like, listen, uh, I'm telling you when I'm here, I'm here from this time. And honestly, I don't know when I'm going to be done because right. I can't put a time limit on it. And I can't rush the creativity. It, it exactly. doesn't work like exactly. that. Exactly. That's why I'm so thankful. My husband, we met in college. We met at Berkeley. Okay. So, and we met in a band. We were in a band together. Oh, so he gets it. He's he he's a singer as well. Okay. Singer songwriter. So he completely understands. Yeah, he gets it. Everything. Yeah. He's like, 
it, we're just we're locked in you know like That's if I'm great. in here in the studio and I'm like I'm working on a song he knows like he may not see me for the next four hours or something <laughs> right. and I'll come up come out and open the door and be like you have to hear this you know what I mean <laughs> right he gets that yeah that's beautiful I'm so thankful that's beautiful because yeah. a lot of people don't have that no, no a lot no. of people don't last because of that true yeah it, it's tough true. man it's tough it's really tough so let's go back to Berkeley your your Berkeley years and yes. so let's okay what did you take from Berkeley that has forever changed your artistry your creativity and your knowledge of just being a music creator did you learn how to write music what what did you take from that that changed everything that you know it, it takes you a step above of just somebody coming off the street saying oh I can sing and they, jo- they go hop in the studio ooh okay one of the most valuable lessons I learned at Berkeley is that <laughs> uh, there is always going to be someone who is more talented than you mm-hmm. someone who is more than you you know whatever mm-hmm but you just have to keep going and be confident in yourself. This is something like I I grew up like I told you my background. I've been training since I was freaking 10 years old. Yeah. And in my town in Long Island, I was a big fish in a very small pond. Okay? Mm-hmm. I was the singer. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in my high school, I went to performing arts high school and I was like I was the singer girl. You know what I mean? Right. But when I got to Berkeley, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, there's some really ridiculously talented people here. And I don't feel like I'm the most talented person here. Mm-hmm. That was a very big eye-opener for me. And it was a huge learning experience. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, it took me for, it took me a while to realize, like, this is okay. This is just a part of life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like that was the biggest thing that I learned at Berkeley. And it, 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 but know, that's more like personal. Of course, like I learned a lot um, in my classes and like education wise, but I feel like Berkeley is really, really about the the community. Yeah. Like getting to know people, networking, um, collaborating with people. All so I, I think I think something like that humbles you. I think something like that. Uh, it just catapults you to another level because you're among people who are probably more trained, probably more skilled, probably can mm-hmm. circles around you. So now, yeah. what do you, so now what do you have to do? You got to step up. Yeah. You know, you got to yeah. step up. It pushes you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, pushes the you to. Fish. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So now you got to earn your ranks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do you do you write like music, sheet music? Do you do that? I do. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I can read and write music. Um, I have like a really <laughs> unorthodox way of writing songs. I pretty much just like write songs however I feel. Mm-hmm. Like each song is kind of different. Some songs I'll write on the ukulele. Sometimes I'll just write the lyrics, sing a voice memo in my phone, just the melody. Sometimes I'll use the piano. Sometimes I'll write out like a, a chart with chords, wow. or I'll write like note by note on a staff. It's just however it hits you. However it goes, like you said, creativity—like you never know. <laughs> yeah. 
You never know how it's gonna come out. How many instruments? How many instruments do you play? So voice is my primary instrument. Mm -hmm, that's my sure. that's my thing. That's the one I claim. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I play a little bit of ukulele, and I play a little bit of piano. Okay. And, and I think that's about it. So what? So what? I guess energy or vibe or feeling does the ukulele give you? and the piano doesn't when you're writing? Like, what's the difference? Ooh. Uh, I mean, the Can ukulele it... gives me very, like, beachy, okay, relaxing, tranquil vibes. So you want some Sade and... on that ukulele? Yeah. Yeah, very, like, just, like, mood. Like, it's a mood, but it's not moody. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, 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 for sure. So, like... Yeah, very tranquil. Tranquility is the word that's coming okay. to me right now. Definitely serene. Friday. Yeah. Very serene. Um, it's interesting. I really like the ukulele as an instrument because the tuning is different than, let's say, a guitar. Oh, I play a little guitar. I okay. used to play more, but not really much anymore. Okay. But um, the tuning on the ukulele is so beautiful. It just, like, it gives such a unique sound when you play it. And like, you can play a chord on the ukulele, like let's say a G major chord, you play that on the ukulele, then you go ahead and try to play it on the piano. They sound completely different. And it's like worlds apart almost. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sonically it's very different. But on the piano, the piano is, I love the piano because it's such like a grounding instrument. Like you just, you oh. see it all, you see it all right in front of you. And I'm a very visual person, I'm a visual learner, so. That's why I I say that I play a little bit of piano. Like I can find my way around a piano. I wish I could find my way around a piano. I used to. I used to be able to. I was teaching myself. And, okay. And, and then I left and I went back to school and I left my keyboard and that just went out the window. But I love the piano. I love Brian McKnight. Uh, oh my oh god. Oh my god. I Brian love... McKnight? <laughs> I why love... doesn't anyone talk about Brian McKnight? Why He's do... so... I know. I know. Why doesn't like... anyone talk about Babyface? People probably... People are... <laughs> oh, my God. Nowadays, they probably don't even know. <laughs> they don't know. They don't, they don't know. know. I think Versus helped them out a little bit. You know, they're kind of like, who's this guy? I think guy? so. Yeah. But yeah, Babyface, Stevie, Brian McKnight, Stevie. I love the piano. And it's I grew not up on these guys. I know. Me too. Love them, man. Love them. I had every Brian, I still have every Brian McKnight CD. I, well, wow. the earlier ones, I, I don't follow too much anymore. I mean, when he went independent, it didn't sound the same to me. <laughs> really? Yeah, it didn't sound the same to me no more. But. I still oh. love his work, though, as far as his playing and all that. But just the melodies, it kind of went left a little bit. But Wow. I haven't really heard his new stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah, it went kind of left. Mm. Like, you know, back in the day, his his entire album was solid. Yeah. And now it's like a couple songs on there that's cool. And it's just different writers, producers he's working with. It's just not the same. You know, it's kind of lost the formula. But, mm. I mean, he's still the talent that he is. I mean, still love him for that. Yeah, but yeah, as far as the production wise, as production wise on the albums, eh, it ain't the same to me anymore. But I still support him. Yeah, it can be really tricky. I mm. feel like with um, older artists, a lot of times, this is just like my personal opinion. 
I feel like they try to go for a, a newer sound, a more modern sound, but it doesn't suit them. Yeah, it doesn't. And it's not really, they shouldn't be trying to gain new fans. They should nurture their their fans that they have. Yeah, yep. And, I think they should nurture the fans that they have and then let them do the word of mouth thing. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and then the, the younger crowd, if they catch on, they'll catch on that way. But exactly. Don't try to be cool. Don't be no. the cool, man. You know what I mean? With grays running around talking about up in the club. Like, no. No. It doesn't really, <laughs> it doesn't really work. <laughs> no, that thing hit different. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It does not work. It does not work. Let's talk about Copenhagen. Cop- was it Copenhagen, right? Copenhagen, Copenhagen, yeah. Denmark. What went on over there? You have some successes over there. I call it successes. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, so um, I went to Copenhagen for the first time in 2015, I believe. Um, And I got hired to perform at a jazz club there. Okay. Like, I have a very strong jazz background. I grew up singing jazz, like, all through high school. That was, like, my main focus. And even, like, into college, into Berkeley, I studied jazz really okay. intensely so and real quick let's be clear so you you kind of had like a residency kind of like the things that they do now in vegas but it was kind of like you got hired at the club you go in there seeing cover songs sing your songs stuff like that exactly okay exactly all right so Proceed. i had a <laughs> <laughs> so i had a residency at this jazz club called the standard and it was so beautiful it was in a historic building right on the water um in a really beautiful part of the city um so if i can remember the area wait wait wait. okay so the area is called Mm newhound and this is like if you google copenhagen this is what's gonna pop up it's like all these colorful buildings right on the Mm -hmm. water and Mm -hmm. blah 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 so the jazz club was over there and i would get booked to perform for i don't know maybe like two or three months at a time Oh, wow. And yeah, so I would stay over there. I basically like, I lived there, you know, for like months at a time. And then I would come back to New York and do my thing in New York, teach my lessons, release my music, then go back again. And that kind of, that kept growing. So I started out doing a late night soul sessions with one of my really good friends from Berkeley. Um, we did it as a duo concert. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's Ken Lindoki. He's a great pianist, producer. He's awesome. Um, so we were doing the late night soul sessions for a while. And then after that, I got, I guess, promoted-ish. <laughs> I got, I got like moved up to a, a more serious show that was like during a primetime slot mm. at the club. So I did a Nat King Cole tribute and that lasted for a month. In one month, we did about 86 shows or something. Good Lord, were you doing like three shows a day? It was like two or three a day. Yeah, sometimes three, sometimes two. All the way, it was like, let's say, end of November, early December, all the way through New Year's. How long were these shows? So, uh... 60 or 75 minutes. I don't remember. Oh, you're Something like that. It. You're putting in that work. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was working so hard. This was like, 
at this time, I really felt like, wow, like I'm a real, I'm a professional. You like are. I'm really, really working. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. It's just like you, you are a working know. musician, a working singer. Yeah. 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 You know, having to getting songs thrown at me, like, hey, we're doing this song tonight. You got to learn it. Blah blah. blah. Damn, okay. just like that. Yeah, gotta figure this out. Yeah, yeah. And you have to freaking rise to the occasion. You have to do it. So Man. it was so much fun. Oh my gosh. I had the time of my life. Seriously. And then after that, I mean, so that year, there was like one year where I spent like six months out of the year in Europe. Like I basically lived there. And That's uh amazing. Yeah, such a great experience. So let me ask you this. What is the biggest difference or the biggest takeaway for you um, being at Berkeley and learning all the, 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 you know, the fundamentals of music and stuff like that, so to speak, versus on the job training, really out there doing it in these clubs? Like, what's your biggest takeaway or the biggest difference? Like, what can you not learn at Berkeley that you learned on that stage in Copenhagen doing three shows a day, 75 minutes each. Like, what did you learn there that you could not learn at school? Um, well, there's probably a few things. One being that rest is super important. Your time off, you need to freaking maximize that. Take a nap, okay? Like, you do not need to be running all over the place, trying to please everybody. <laughs> Take a nap because you need your energy. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. um, another thing, like, performance, like, performing to an audience, I feel like that's something that I got really good at. And I was so glad that I had the Late Night Soul Sessions before I did the main slot show, mm -hmm. the tribute concert, because performing to an audience and, like, especially in Europe, I mean... Denmark, the culture is very different than here. You know, I am super American. I don't realize it because, you know, we live here. We don't yeah. think about that, but I'm very American. So there's just a, a way that you have to perform, you know, to certain crowds and like explain, you know, so enunciating. Mm, so they can understand you. Yes. Yeah, so they, yeah, so they can understand <laughs> you certain jokes and stuff like that like the american sense of humor is different mm. these are like things that are like totally like a learning curve for me things that i never would have even thought about right. and honestly things i haven't i haven't really talked to anybody about so it's like it's really interesting um that's something that you can't learn in school just like i don't know just yeah on the being feel, out there just the experience of just really living it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Get out, the, get out the classroom, get out the textbook, go out there and do it. I mean, it's like any other job, you know? Not, I yeah. won't say any other job. You can't compare that. But I'm just saying, like, you go and you learn all that book stuff and get book smart. And then you go out into the real world and, like, it's nothing that you... It's not really, like, along the lines of what you learn. It's a little bit. But they're going to teach you what they want you to know for their their company right but then you get out there and you're doing your thing on that stage it's like oh wow okay mm -hmm. yeah but it's also like it's different like you you have to find your own way your own like pattern of doing things yeah. and like 
how you want to do things. A system for yourself. A system for yourself, like yeah. what you feel comfortable with. Also, okay. like pacing yourself on stage, performing, okay. not blowing it all out on one song and giving all your energy and blah, 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 when you still have 50 more minutes of a concert. You know, you can't do that. Right. Have you done so, that when you first um, started? I have made that mistake before. I how, definitely have. How'd you overcome? When did you, re like, when, when you realized, like, oh, my God, I just... I did too much now. <laughs> How did you I, make it through? I think I I asked for, or I said, we're going to be taking a short break. We'll be back in a few minutes. And I went and drank some water and calmed down. Okay. Did you have that yeah. cotton mouth where, you, where, you, where your lips were sticking to your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. How do you know about that? You know what I'm talking about because I was a performer. I really performed. <laughs> yes. Yes, all of that, all of that. Yeah, I, and you I, know what? It was on a freaking Lauren Hill song too. Oh my god! And yeah. then listen, every time your, your lips stick to your teeth, you're wondering if they see it, right? Of course. You're like, can they see it behind the mic? No, they can't see it. No, 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 no. They can't listen, see it. I have been there because I was like, when I when I did my thing, like I really put my all into performing. You know, I was a performer, I was an entertainer, you know, and I'm mm -hmm. an actor. So it, it goes hand in hand and I, I'm a theater minor, so I'm a performer. Oh, so you understand. Yeah. Oh yeah. I get it. Trust me. Mm -hmm. I get it all day. Yeah. That's, that's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That cotton mouth is. <laughs> it's serious. It gets really oh, serious. Oh my God. It's so serious. <laughs> so serious. Hey, let's talk about your, uh, your Christmas song. Your Christmas yes. song. You said you Christmas in gold. Yeah, tell us about that. What's, I mean, it's a Christmas song. Is it okay? Can we expect like traditional Christmassy, or is it an original Christmas song that you created? So, Christmas in Gold. Well, first of all, it's out already. I released it last year, okay. so it's out on all streaming platforms: Spotify, Apple Music, um, Shazam, Deezer title all those okay. things um but i would say that christmas in gold is a very traditional christmas song and okay. i wanted it to be that way okay because i've been doing this challenge on my social media for the past three years called 25 days of christmas where i do a one minute cover of a christmas song every day leading up to christmas mm, okay yeah, so I've been doing that. This is the third year or fourth. I don't know. And that starts December 1st. Yes, it does. I'm going to repost every single day. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to put it on my story. I'm going to put it on my story. I promise you I will. Please do. Oh, I am. Trust me. I'm going to tag it all so that. That means so much. You'll see it. I'm going to tag you. And I'm going to hashtag and all that in the story. I'm going to do that. Thank you. For sure. Thank you. Yeah, so I, I love, like, I'm a very, like, I'm... I'm a classy woman. I like classy things. I like kind of like traditional songs and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Just like timeless music. Yeah. That's it all wins. You can't lose with it. And if you create yeah. timeless music, you're timeless. You can always exactly. perform. You can always entertain an audience. Mm -hmm. You can play it mm -hmm. 20 years from now and it's exactly. like Stevie. It's going to sound like, oh my God, this is fresh. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm so much like that because... I love that type of music. I love classic, timeless oh, music. It just, it just fills your soul, man. It, mm -hmm. Oh, 
Yeah. You, you're gonna you're gonna create you're gonna um release a video to the, the Christmas in gold, right? Yes, I am. That will be coming out very soon, next month, December. Okay. But yeah, Christmas in Gold is just a classic, timeless song. It's beautiful. Um, it feels very much like me. Um yeah, I love it. So go stream it. <laughs> yes, for sure. Hit the link. I'm gonna have all the links down there. I think I'm missing um I don't think you sent me all your links for like title, Apple Music, and all oh, that. Oh, okay. If you I do, send yeah, send them. We'll put them in the in the uh, description so everybody can just click and go check you out too. Yeah. No problem. Make it easy for them. Make it easy because you know people oh, get yeah. distracted. They'll be they scrolling do. like, oh, I want to check her out, and then they see something on the side and like, oh, click on that, <laughs> and they're oh, gone. I do it too, but I do it too. We all do it. <laughs> <laughs> we all do it. We all do it. Oh, I wanted to ask you about um, Sledge. You sing backdrop yes. for Sledge. How did that come about? Oh, so that was kind of like the the catalyst to me performing in Copenhagen. Mm, okay. Um, so I got called to perform at a label event, and Debbie Sledge was performing, and she needed a few girls to sing backup for her on We Are Family. Mm-hmm. So I went. This was like literally a few weeks after my wedding. So it was kind of crazy. Oh, wow. It was kind of crazy. A wedding gift. Yeah, basically. <laughs> a wedding gift from God. Right. That's so, a great opportunity. Yeah, it was a great opportunity. And um, and I went over there and I sang back up for her with a few other really talented girls. And... She was also performing at the standard at the same time. So some nights she would say, she would, you know, talk to me before the show and be like, hey, do you want to sing with me on We Are Family tonight? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Every opportunity. (laughs) Debbie is one of the most amazing women ever. Like she's, first of all, she's iconic. Okay. She's like what? She's iconic. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's an icon. Yeah. You know? And, and, it, and she's down to earth. She is such a kind woman. That's good. To she know. is so sweet. Isn't she's it, like an aunt, you know. Yeah, isn't it? Her isn't it good and refreshing to to see that to learn that about somebody that you know you grew up is. on, and it's like, man, okay, cool. You're yes. not a dick. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So refreshing. Yeah. Her whole family, her whole family. I know her daughter. Her daughter is also an amazing singer, Camille Sledge. Mm. Her son, Bernie, he's fantastic. It's just like a, it's a really beautiful family. So, yeah. And so that, so, so you, so you first sang background for her over here in the States or that was over? No, that was, that was in Copenhagen. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, does she live out there or she was just out there performing? No, she was there performing. Um, her husband, I think he lives in Switzerland, I think. Don't quote me. But um, Sister Sledge, they tour all over Europe. Okay. That's where the money they have is. Like a, yeah. <laughs> That's where the money is. That's, That's a whole different conversation. We could have another talk about that. Because That's where the money is. And they're so loyal. And they, uh, they, like, they really, really value the art. Yes. Over here. Everything's microwave. Yes. They're tired of a song in a week and you're moving on. Like out there, you could go out there and tour forever and they're going to still give you the same energy as if mm-hmm. you released the song. Mm-hmm. That is exactly, 
I totally agree. I have had such a great experience performing in Europe because I feel like the audience really listens to you. Mm-hmm. You know, they're there. They're hanging on every word. Why is you that know? though? Do you do you know? Do you know why it's like that? Do they feel like it's a privilege to have us come over there? Do they look up to like American artists? Like, I don't know. Do they do they hold us to a higher standard, to a higher level? And and it's like when we come over there, it's like, oh my God, I have to go see them. I don't I don't know. I mean, can you I think that's part of it. Yeah. I think that's part of it. I think um African American music and culture is very popular all around the world. Mm-hmm. I can only really speak for Copenhagen right now because I've spent the most time there. I've performed there a lot. R&B, soul music, jazz is so popular there. Yeah. But we are the ones who can really, really produce that authentically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So yeah. that, when is, we, that is that is when part I, of our heritage. That comes from us. That's exactly. That you know, anyone us. can sing it, but it's not... It's not the same. It's I've not heard, the same. I've heard Caucasians singing reggae, and it's just, nah, it's not the same. And not to say it didn't sound good, but it's just, no, it's, no, like it's uh, it's almost soulless, though. You know what I'm saying? It's it, just it, that it's our music, and it's it comes from a different place. I don't know. Yeah, it does. It comes from a very different place, and yeah, that's like, so I, and that's like, um, you know, reggae over there too. I mean, around the mm-hmm. world, period. But especially like in London, UK. Oh, oh yeah, UK. God. What? Like, have you seen? I don't know if you've ever seen like the videos from like the '60s or '70s. Bob Marley going on tour in the UK. Oh, they were yeah. losing their minds. They were losing it. Yeah, it was like Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, because nobody over there they don't really do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if they do, it's just it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah totally different energy so yeah before we, before we wrap it up i want to ask you as a as a vocal coach what are like some simple and key tips that you can give to someone who's you know raw talent singing feel like they know what they're doing mm-hmm. but they're not they don't have the right technique are there like some little simple tips that you could just throw out there for free <laughs> yes okay tip number one If your throat is hurting while you're singing, just stop for a second, reconfigure. It should never hurt here. Okay. I think of my throat as a channel for the sound to come out. This is just a pipe. Nothing's happening here. Okay. It all comes from your diaphragm. Okay. And that's like control with your voice. Learning how to control your voice is key is like the main thing using other parts of your body to get the sound out that you want not from here okay um what else what else what else taking deep breaths from your diaphragm that is like my my number one tip i tell all my students they get annoyed with me i tell them constantly i'm like take a deep breath from your tummy fill up the balloon pretend like your your stomach your diaphragm is a balloon Mm. so you sip in fill up the balloon like that instead of <gasps> that's not the way it's not full no that's a no, shallow, that's breath. shallow breath yeah exactly that's a shallow <laughs> breath a shallow breath and you you can't get anywhere you can't get far with a shallow breath so like always filling up your diaphragm now is it true that if you like when you squeeze your abdomen 
is that you squeeze your abdomen to hit the high notes there are a few different ways you can do it you can squeeze your abdomen you can squeeze your butt (laughs) and people always make that face but listen squeezing your butt really works really it works like you're sucking your butt like like you're trying to hold that you just Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my god these are the secrets these are the secrets nobody wants to talk about but wow See, mm-hmm. this is this is what this is that value I was talking about. Mm-hmm. See, I, hey, listen, free game, y'all. She she charges for this stuff. <laughs> and if you guys want a lesson, hit me up. Hey, my daughter sings, and she really, <gasps> really wants to sing. Like she loves. It. Oh my gosh! Yeah, she's raw. She's all over the place right now, but she sings and she sounds good. She could really use some lessons, so I might have to might have to talk to you. Yes, please. I do, would love to. You do Zoom? I do. That's all I'm doing right now. Okay. So. I might mm-hmm. have to. And see, that's great because that means I don't have to get in the car and go nowhere. And <laughs> it's just more convenient and safer for everyone. Yeah. 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 I might have to Might have to talk to you. Seriously. Yes. I would love that. Yeah. Because I, I know she really wants it. And it's just all about getting the training. That's it. How old is she? She's nine. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. She's still yeah. still innocent. She's not going to fight you. <laughs> I love that. I have most of my students are kids at the moment. Okay. Well, it's about half and half. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Let me, let me get through these next couple of weeks and then I'm going to keep in touch with you anyway. Like everybody, yeah, everybody that, yeah, yeah, for sure. Everybody I interview, I try to keep in touch with, you know, DM, talk, whatever. But yeah. some more than others, you know. But I think with you, yeah, we'll be good. <laughs> yes, absolutely. This was such an amazing talk. Yes. Fantastic. Yes, yes. I really, really loved having you on. Great talk. A lot of lot of insight. A lot of insight. Never knew that um sucking your butt. <laughs> Squeezing it. Eat. Squeeze that butt mm-hmm. hit the high note. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. Well, listen, I'm going to be supporting you along the way. You got a new fan. Got a new oh, fan for thank life. You. Definitely going to support you. Definitely going to support you on the 25 days of Christmas. So once I see you post it, if you want to tag me, whatever you got to do, I got to see it. I'm going to put it up every day that I see it. I will put it up. I try to make a point to go in there every single day and put it up and put it on my story. Just to kind awesome. of show that support. Yeah, for sure. Thank man. you so much. Yeah, it's going to be on my Instagram and here on YouTube. Okay. I do have a channel, by the way. Guys, go subscribe. We're on the road to 1K. <laughs> the link is below. Hey, man, that road to 1K is a rough road, boy. I'm it telling is. you. Oh, my God. Oh, but, one... but there's one thing that I didn't even talk about. What's that? Are we, like, running out of time? What's oh, time talk. Um, so I recently got featured in a Glamour video. You know Glamour magazine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got featured in their Alicia Keys video, You Covered My Song. Have you seen those? No, I haven't. Yeah, so they do these videos. It's like they have a big artist, a big pop star, whatever. Mm -hmm. And the artist will watch, they'll react to covers. Yeah, I have something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was recently, about a month ago, in the Alicia Keys one. Oh, wow. Is that on YouTube or is that? It is. It's on YouTube. It just got to a million uh, views. Send me the link. I will. 
Send me the link. Gotta put it down below. I will. I will. I'll put it down below. I sang You Don't Know My Name by Alicia Keys. Okay. And she was like, oh, wow. Like, she's such a professional and blah, 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 <laughs> and all this stuff. And I was like, ah! <laughs> you need to hit that line, you know? I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but you never know. You never you know. know. You never know. People remember. Mm-hmm. People remember. And it could happen next week. It could happen in two months it could happen right. next year right. you never know yep she could be doing something and be like hey remember that girl that i'm telling you we're gonna put it out there she's gonna call yes she's gonna call she's, she's gonna, gonna call. call she's gonna she call. already knows i'm on the radar exactly you got a natural <laughs> reaction you got a natural you got a natural reaction out of her you know yes, I mean? I, you have to watch the video. It's so good. I was freaking out. Oh my god! Yeah, send me that tonight if you can. Send it. I will. I could put it down there. Yeah, for definitely. Sure. Send me that. <laughs> send me to Spotify. All the links for the for your albums and stuff like that. I wanted to ask you real quick in yeah. closing too. I wanted to ask you, how do you feel that you've evolved from your, when you released your first album? What the first album was called? Allure. Something? Allura Luna. Okay. How did yes. you feel that you've evolved from from then to now? Um, putting a, I put, just and, and okay, let me say, let me make it more clear because I know that's a kind of like a general question. How do you mm-hmm. feel like you've evolved as an artist putting a, a piece of work together from then until now? Because it's a difference. You can sing all day, but putting a piece of work out there. Your your paintings, those are your mm-hmm. pictures, your paintings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How yeah. do you feel that you've evolved? Um, I feel like now I am coming into a more honest space, um, creatively and just like with my own expression. Okay. I feel like I don't really need to like hold punches in terms of like my creativity, like with Alora Luna, I love that project. That's my first project. That was actually my artist name at that time. Oh, okay. So it was like a dope. self-titled I like artist that. name. Yeah, I like that name too. <laughs> Why'd you change? I, no, cause I like Leandra. Cause you just had to be one. you. Yeah, you know? Yeah, had to be so, you. So like that project is really special and it's great. It was a great foot in the door project, but as I've progressed, I feel like I'm coming more into myself sonically mm-hmm. and like I'm not and I'm still in the process of it. Like this is a it's growth, you know, always it's constant growth. Like I feel like I'm even more now on this next project. I'm going to drop a project in the beginning of 2021. OK, Um, it's going to feel like the most like myself. I just I can already tell. Just like more honest jazz, soul, yeah, timeless vibes, all that stuff. Because I feel like with um Alora Luna, I felt like I had to fit into a box. I like, was... oh, I need to I gotta be like this artist, I gotta sound like this, blah blah blah. But that's why I ask you oh. the question. Because most artists do. Most yeah. artists do. I mean I've I've been there too. Most artists on their first project. And you know, you've you've had so much influence. You know, because it took you your whole life to make that album. So you've had all this influence and you're really trying to figure out who you really are or what what your sound is and where you're going with mm-hmm. it. So you kind of, uh, I, I know this is what's on the radio. I know yeah. what they like. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to get on. So exactly. it's like, 
okay it's been a really yeah yeah but when you start that growth process and and that's the stuff that lasts forever it's when you and we talked about it earlier with like these older older artists who try to um it's going to um to like um go new school and go like, new school try to fit and, in and relate yeah and try to fit in and relate to the younger crowd it's not organic and people can spot that a mile away but when you're just yeah. growing with yourself and your artistry and your music and your writing and it just evolves into something new mm-hmm. and it's appreciated that's when the people that rock with you yeah continue to rock with you because they see you growing they see that exactly. evolution and they can exactly. also see that effort that blatant attempt to go yes. over here and be with the kids and that's when they're like uh no and like the honesty i'm really drawn to honest artists yeah if i feel like i'm listening to a diary entry or like something coming yes. straight from your soul yes. you know what i mean that's the type of music that i gravitate to yeah so i'm like i need to create that type of music Absolutely. It's always been this kind of push and pull with me that I feel I felt in the past, like, oh, I don't want to be too old school because I get that a lot that people say, oh, your music is so old school and blah, blah, blah and whatever. And I, I used to take it as an insult. I did. Nah, mm-mm. it's just nostalgic. But That's what it is. It's nostalgic. Being... And also, I feel like people don't really know. They can't put it in a box, like you said before. Yeah, they can't put it in a box. And you mm. keep doing you. Just keep yeah. doing you. Just keep doing you. Don't let anybody change you. Don't let a label come in and change you. That's why you have to create your own wave. Get your get your you know, get your fans, get your your, your mm-hmm. fans and get that following so when they come in, they can't change you. For sure. Because they know that you can do it without them. Mm-hmm. Now they got to tiptoe around you like, oh, my God, we got to keep her enticed to want to stay in bed with us and work with us and mm-hmm. keep our pockets. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're right. Yeah. yeah. And that's what that's it is. That's the position you want to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you when you go and you're begging for a deal and it's like, OK, well, throw you a little something, go out there and show us what you got. And you're just a puppy dog running behind them. You know what I mean? But exactly. Create that following and they need you because they came to you. That's all the power in the world. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then it's a, you know, it's not a 50-50 deal. It's a partnership. You, exactly. You create your label or your, your mm-hmm. payment company and you guys are doing business together. You don't own me. You don't own my masters. Yep. I'm allowing you to dip your hand in this cookie jar over here. Exactly. It's, it's good over here. It's been good over here. And when you're out the picture, exactly. it's still going to be good over here. Yes. And that's yes, the that's the wave. Yeah. That's all the your wave. own shots, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. It'll come. It'll come. I appreciate that. Yeah, it'll come. I've been there, man. So I know. Trust me. I know what you're going through. It's just I'm not going. I'm not going to sit here and tell my story again. I've told my story a couple times on the show, but you know, God just had a calling for me and pulled me away from that. So mm-hmm. I'm not there anymore. But I get it. So yeah, yeah. Keep going. Keep I going. appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> it's been so great to talk to you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> hey, we just kicking yeah. it. We just kicking it. I know, it. we're chilling. Yeah. <laughs> I get I get some guests to come on and they, they're all nervous before the show. And I'm like, listen, man, trust me, we're just kicking it. Don't don't be politically correct. Don't be all formal. We're just kicking it. And no, this was great. Yeah. Cool, man. I really learned a lot about you. I love it. 
I um, hope that anybody watching can take some good things, some good tidbits away from what you've uh, expressed on the show, and they can put that in their tool belt, good. run out into the world, and do something with it. Yes. Yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> the purpose of this. So, yeah. Hey, I appreciate Great. you. Anybody tuning in or watching this on replay, we appreciate you coming on here and supporting. Kicking it with Cool Card and Leandra McNair. You make sure you hit them links in the description. There's a bunch Ooh. of links down there. Just click on them one by one. Click on them one by one and go on support. It. Yeah. Check out on Instagram, Leandra McNair, L-E-A-N-D-R-A. McNair, y'all know how to spell McNair. M C N A I R. Check her out, y'all. <laughs> and all the other links to social media is down there too. So make sure you support. Show that love and support. Yes, indeed. Hey, until next time, kicking with cool cards. This is episode forty-eight. Uh, I'm thinking about having like a concert on episode fifty. I gotta figure it out though. I gotta have like a band behind, Ooh. or we go and go somewhere and see something on a live stream or something somebody perform i gotta figure this out we gotta Ooh, that sounds fun <laughs> they have you perform in your studios <laughs> i would love to let me know hey hey i hold you to it let me know i'm down listen episode 50 is in two weeks where, where you gonna be at in two weeks <laughs> new york <laughs> right here <laughs> we might have to set that up i think yes we're gonna talk Okay. Talk. I want to do something special. That'd be great. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Look, man. Look, we look, we making things happen right here. We're working. Live, Live and We're direct. We're chilling. We working. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> we chilling and working at the same time, and it's organic. See. Mm-hmm. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you once again uh, coming on. Thank the show. you so much for having me. Yes, indeed, a pleasure. Hey, y'all, until next time, every Tuesday, 10 p.m., kicking with Cool Card. Never know who am I might have. Y'all, come on, check your boy out now. Come kick it. We just kicking it. Until next time, y'all. Peace.